mystery and horror, the air itself is filled with monsters. Children of the night, what music they make. Well, hello, all you monster fiends, and thank you for joining us for another deep dive, factoid-filled episode exploring Hollywood's most famous monsters. I am your mistress of ceremonies, Sam. I'm not going to do it. And we are joined, as always, by Dan from Bleeding Marvelous. Say hello, Dan. Hello, Dan. And it is Friday the 13th. Wow. Happy birthday! Happy birthday indeed to the man of our show. Yes, today we are doing Jason. <laughs> my whispers sound so much better on this mic. They are so shit on my other one. <laughs> right, I'm going to do the disclaimer. Yes. And we're going to get into Jason. So everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us on the Discord page, the Facebook group, or the comment section where we can have an open discussion. What we won't have, though, is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Thank you. Thank you. Don't be a dick. Thank you. Yes. Oh, I actually saw someone with a t-shirt on a jumper that said, don't be a dick the other day. And I was like, oh, Dan. It had rainbows on it, though. It was totally not you. <laughs> it was I, I mean, I might be the same height as a leprechaun, but really, that's where it stops. <laughs> I was like, make that a gloomy cloud and you've got it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Perfect. Perfect. So, Jason Voorhees is the main character in the, in my opinion, highly successful Friday the 13th franchise, played by 10 different actors. He is in movies, video games, comics, and he even went to space. His name is Jason, and today is his birthday, as we bring you Jason Voorhees. Happy birthday, Sam. It just makes us think of the Ice Nine Kill songs, Thank God It's Friday, and I absolutely despise that song because it's the second one on the album. So every time the album goes on, it's like, Thank God It's Friday. Yeah, he fucking hates it. <laughs> I mean, you'd know you're their number one fan. I'm your number one fan. <laughs> I really am. I'm going to be intrigued to see what my Spotify list comes up with this year <laughs> and what Anth is because it'd be nice to know what Anth actually likes in music. I like him. <laughs> fucking, he'll scream if that comes up. Yeah, <laughs> Jason, 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 Jason. Oh, oh, could have been Josh. <laughs> yes. Mm. Victor, no, 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 no Mr. Victor, no, um, no, Josh, Josh Voorhees. Would have it had the same effect? Josh seems very modern. Mm. Compare, I mean, I know it's not Joshua is a very old-fashioned name, mm -hmm. but Josh Voorhees, Jason, or I don't know. I mean, Jason was the name of the era as well because yeah. I went to school with a lot of Jasons, and this movie came out the year I was born. So 
I mean, I thought it was all down to Jason Donovan, but what do I know? <laughs> too many broken hearts in the world. <laughs> I saw him as uh, Frankenfurter. It's uh, in Rocky Horror, and it was just after his whole drug rehabilitation. So it was like his big comeback. Yeah. And he does Frankenfurter, and everyone's taking the piss out of him about his, you know, when Frank gets a bit faintish, ooh, and it's like everyone's like, oh, he's so used to that. And he come right to the front of the stage and just went, shut the fuck up. <laughs> And then just continued on with his performance, and it was fucking brilliant. I loved it. Sorry, that's another Jason for another day. <laughs> different Jason. Same era, but different Jason. Yes. Yes, so Josh. He could have been named Josh. Josh Voorhees. I'm not, now, no. It's only, it, do you not think it's just because we're so used to the name Jason Voorhees? It's so iconic. I wear him on nearly every T-shirt. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, yeah, probably. We've been conditioned. Um yeah. as with all of the the characters. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't be as scared of Horace Kruger, could you? You know what I mean? Oh <laughs> my god, that is an amazing name. But it Horace wouldn't be Kruger. as scary, would it? Let's be honest. It wouldn't be as no. scary as Freddy Kruger. Um Yeah, you're right. So we have, we've become conditioned. Not Michael Myers, Jonathan Myers. Or Oh Keith. Johnny. Oh, Johnny! It doesn't seem right to, for them to be anything else because all of these staple of horror icons have been going forty years plus, or in the bent in the in the ballpark of forty years. So, oh, that's so true. And we're yeah, so... yeah, in that, that's it's, it's a hell of a mind frame to. It is. Switch it up. really is. I just want to point out: I may wear this T-shirt quite a lot. However. I have this T-shirt in this design three times over, <laughs> along with other ones. I have a lot of Jason T-shirts. I've got so many. Do you know, my, I normally would go through my T-shirts and have one themed for every episode. But to be honest with you, I've got to a point where I don't look in the cupboard at the moment because I'm putting off the massive <laughs> holiday packing and all that sort of no, business and... Yeah, I can't do it to myself. Just <laughs> God, I, I've got. Have you seen that TikTok where the girl's going in the um a uh, drawer? She's full on goth, and she goes in a drawer, and it's all black, and she can't find. What, that's me. <laughs> that's me as well. Like I that's have to me. fold my t-shirts so that I can see what the front is. The, yeah. Like the design on the t-shirt has to be on the top and as it rolls round. Otherwise, it's just black. It's just everything black. is black. I mean, if I'm getting jumpers, that's fine. But my t-shirts, it's like. I don't want this black one. I want another black one. <laughs> it's not the right black. I need the other black to go. I with need that a different black. shade. <laughs> or I keep going. If I want me Captain Spaulding t-shirt, I sing for it to come. <laughs> Fuck me, I've got problems. Um... <laughs> the snake charmer of t-shirts. Oh, Captain Spaulding, <laughs> where are you today? <laughs> um, he was named after Victor Mills's sons, though. In the yes. end, now was it? Josh and Ian. Josh and I don't get that. No, I don't, but apparently that's what it was. So I was so I read Josh and Ian. Josh and Ian. Josh and Jason and Jason. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> but at least it didn't go with Josh. That's a um that's a a good start. That very much is, yeah. Yeah. He was also never supposed to be the centre of attention. Yes. Um, when Victor wrote the 
was it the first screenplay Victor wrote or um, when it was in development, they didn't want to make him, I hate the word, not my word, it's what the research says down here, mm -hmm. deformed right yeah the, the, yeah they didn't want to do they didn't want to do that and that's the word and that is the words that they use online if you go and look it up is it's not my choice of words mm -hmm. um but to be completely pc about it i don't know any other way of sort of saying that miss shapen that's that's the best i can come up with yeah that this, yeah this Yo, you with know. tom hey tom <laughs> tom and ari lehman there yeah um <laughs> They didn't want to make him the centre of attention, but apparently after uh, they tested the makeup and the crew and the cast said, in their opinion, it worked better, is yeah. what I read, with Jason being more challenged. Um I think it and, just I think it just brings more mystery to the character. Yeah. It's not like with Michael, we kind of knew what he looked like. If you go off the beginning of Halloween, he was a normal-looking kid with a big knife in his hand. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, it's not, it's, the mystery's kind of taken away slightly. But with Jason, it's like, what the fuck is under there? Mm. What well, is under your burlap sack? I mean, I've read so many different views on how jason progresses through all the movies in and one of them said that when it hits um part seven six and seven apparently he's a zombie and i was oh, like six i have it jason lives i was like so i don't remember that being part of the law at all right i just remember it was the fact that technically yes i guess he would be classed as a zombie and the fact that he came back to life Mm -hmm. But it depends on which movie you watch. You don't know where you are in the in the in the timeline because yeah. each one has a different version of events. Even though they all stick with the Pamela Voorhees narrative, mm -hmm. they all sort of have a different way of showing how Jason become Jason at the beginning. Yeah. Well, Friday the Thirteenth was very much inspired in the way that halloween was going to go yeah so we all halloween was going to be an anthology film uh anthology series sorry jason was going to be exactly the same or the friday the 13th franchise was going to be oh a long night at camp blood <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i don't um, think that yeah. has the same effect yeah that was the original title for friday the 13th yeah <laughs> a long night at camp blood <laughs> Pass. Could you imagine yeah. twelve oh. movies called A Long Night at Camp Blood? 12. It would never, it would never have happened. Names make names are something when it comes to horror. Names make a horror movie, in in my opinion. Look at the mm -hmm. franchises that you've got. Like look at Saw, look at uh, The Conjuring, look at Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth. The name that th that would never that would have been a on the shelf vhs one and done you know, one and done we would never have seen never have seen any more from it <laughs> just imagine though if it did the, the merchandise you know how you got that beautiful sign of cam crystal lake <laughs> <I'm blurred. laughs> 
I mean, that's right on the nose, isn't it? You don't really need to be told that's what it is. It's that for me is like a low, it's a low budget movie title. Yeah. That. I mean, I know that's exactly what this film was. As with all of these iconic characters that we now have, they all mm-hmm. stemmed from very, very little money um, and became these massive horror icons. I mean, yeah. you look at what Sean S. Cunningham did or Sean Cunningham did when he... Um, he'd seen Halloween and like you say, he wanted to build something very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but hoping to drum up publicity, what he did was genius. I mean, he took out an ad in the newspaper, put the Friday the 13th logo on it, didn't have a film, didn't have any backing, had no, hadn't even cast it, had nothing, right? But he put the ad in the newspaper to say it was coming soon. Because it drummed up interest. So he started getting people going, oh, we want to invest in this. Because he put it in one of the biggest newspapers at the time. People obviously thought it was this massive new horror movie. And obviously riding on the tail of uh, Halloween, they were like, right, what's the next thing got we got coming? What's the next thing? So he did that. And then he also released us. It was the first horror movie to ever receive an advert on the telly as well. So, well, not like a know, trailer, but an advert. Yeah. Like, That's a, like crazy. It, there was no trailer footage because they hadn't shot it. So mm-hmm. all he had was that graphic of Friday the 13th coming out and it was shattering through a window, if I'm remembering yeah. rightly. Um, and it was like uh, something something like coming soon, coming to theatres t- near you soon. Not even filmed the f- at all, but he managed to afford with the backing of the, the one or two investors he'd managed to drum up was the newspaper ad and the TV campaign. And in doing that, he managed to make enough money to then create the first film. That, I mean, is, that is some clever, that is some old Hollywood shit. That's what they used to do back in the day to get movies out there. They would just put out like advertisements in newspapers, hope that a backer would, or they would have backing parties where they would prance around, you know, the potential cast and artwork and such. And then mm. hopefully their rich backers would help that is some old shit that's so clever he he really really was uh he is a clever man when you see him now being interviewed all the time he's, he's like a curmudgeon the old sod he sits there oh like, i love that word curmudgeon yeah he, he, he was just like i saw a documentary i think it's on uh amazon prime i can't remember what it's called it's something along the lines of camp crystal lake memories or something like that and um they they interview a few of the Jasons and then they interview um, Sean and that's where he explains all the stuff that he did and uh, he just sits there and he's like yeah I admit it I blatantly ripped off Halloween I know what I was doing I just wanted to make some money and I was like yeah good for you I appreciate own your it. honesty yeah own <laughs> yeah. it fucking own it um, I mean it says it was pl- he was played by ten different actors personally I just thought there was one which is Kane Hodder because you would not think that anyone else actually played. Jason Parkin, even though I love Kane, I he's such a for, for what he does for the community. I I like him. Please don't shit on it all over it. You've I know you've been to many conventions with him. Don't shit on it. Don't shit on it. No, I mean Kane will always forever be Jason. I mean mm-hmm. I I met Kane going back just the year before the Panini, uh, twenty nineteen. That's the one, and um. He said in my photo, I will not strangle the ladies, I only strangle the men, he said. So we'll have a nice photo together. And, and I would have said, no cane. <laughs> <around the neck. laughs> 
Well, Freddie, like. when I met Robert England, he did that. There's a photo of him like that, and then he's got his glove in my face. And I'm I just so happy. I was chin, smiling. <laughs> I was smiling. I was so happy. You? I was like, <laughs> he's touching me. <laughs> Yeah, it's simple things, isn't it? It's simple uh, things. It is. I saw Kane at um, Full of Horror 2019 yeah. and I'm so scared. He's not as big as I thought he was going to be. I tower over him. <laughs> uh, in my head, I had him as a, like a 6'4", maybe yeah. <laughs> around that ballpark, 6'2", 6'4". But I think he's only 5'10", maybe smaller. I'm uh, not sure. I see I tower him. I'm 5'9", and I felt... I was, but bear in mind he was sitting down. So it's and he is a stocky guy. Like I was like, yeah. (laughs) It's the fact that he sat there with his gloves on the whole time. I was like, oh my god, take your gloves off. Well, you know why that is, don't you? He got horrifically burned. No, no, yeah, know that. I feel like shit now. (laughs) Take your gloves off, kid. The gist of it is, um, many years ago. Obviously, because Kane's first job is stuntman, um, mm. everybody automatically goes yeah. to Jason, but his first job was always stuntman. Yeah. And somewhere in the making of these movies and some others, now I don't think it was on a Friday the 13th movie that this happened. Someone will correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, it was on another movie he was working on. Um, it was a fire stunt, went wrong, and he got horrifically burnt all down one side of his body. So his hands suffered quite badly because it was he was holding something if i remember rightly so he's got real bad burns on his hands he's also got burns up the side of his body and up his neck so if you do see him you can sort of see it but not so much um he he's okay i'm not going to be looking out for that (laughs) i'm going to be keeping my distance from that and just not shouting can take your gloves off well at least you know now yeah (laughs) good to know Yeah, Don't make a fool of yourself when you go there. He's, he's there in November, right? He's possibly. always he's always been a guest when I've been there. Um, I can't remember. There are so many guests. There is so many. I honestly have lost count. I've got four shows coming up, and the guest lists for these four shows have been. We've got Elijah Wood, uh, yeah. Jared Padalecki, and Andy Circus at this, and the cast of Grease. At, um, at Edinburgh this weekend, which is in the past now, so the week before. Uh, but Liverpool, oh my coming gosh, up, yeah, Liverpool coming up. You've got Jensen Ackles, you've got the um, Bella Ramsey, you've got Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. You've got, um, if you start looking at the guest list for Liverpool, it's absolutely insane. And then you look at the guest list for, for the love of horror, and it's that's insane. And then Telford takeover for the wales comic-con is my last one of the year and they've just announced jamie campbell bauer uh vecna steve uh, babysitter steve um oh, both from stranger things obviously um it's and their guest, list, their guest list is getting bigger and bigger as we're getting nearer and nearer so it's like i'm That's sitting there thinking crazy. everybody's really putting the effort in you know from these these this company oh yeah i mean for the love of horror is all like 2019 tw- the last one i went to sorry was 20 after after the p it was the one after the i think it was 2021 2021 yes it was and that was quite downsizey like there was a lot of room to move the but the 2019 when i just remember being so full i loved every second of it like just 
watching Tim Capello on stage, talking to him, talking to all the Lost Boys. I was like, oh my God, what's going on? I think that was the weekend before I got married. I think, I generally think that was the weekend before I got married. Is when we were, because we definitely went beforehand because I was like, I can't spend a lot of money because <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> I think I got, she's not there. Oh yeah, I got it. I got me, living, you can't sing him, but I got me Living Dead Doll it from there that year. Yeah, we've got, um, it's just crazy to me how much effort people are putting in. And if you just gone in the US, I mean, I know we're stepping away from Jason quite a little bit when I say this, but I know quite a few people um, that recently went to the H45. Yes, me too. And, um, obviously, Neil, um, Hibbert and Pure Horror and yes. Kate were both there. Um, so I've been seeing a lot of content coming out, not to mention other people that I know that have gone. And um, it looked crazy. Absolutely it looked, crazy. It looked, it looked so different. I didn't realise it only happens once every five years, which yeah. is class yeah. because then it's, but it's not over. It's not like milking it. Mm -hmm. The amount of Michaels. Did you even see they had the Rob Mexican. Zombies? Yeah. They had Rob Zombies Michaels as well, yeah. which I was surprised at because I thought, you know, a lot of people discount that and they think they'd throw it away. But I mean, I, I, I am not even going to attempt to pronounce the young lad that played Michael in um, no, Rob Zombie I Halloween because I'll butcher he, his name. But, he looks um, no different though. He just looks, he looks like a, he's, he's in his thirties now, if I'm right. Um, and I, I took one look and I was like, that's not him. You know, when you have that moment, you're like, no. And then I was like, yeah, yes. Like, Did you see the Michael Mexican standoff? You know, the office <laughs> where they all stand in the office and you've got like Andy, Pam and Dwight and Michael all standing doing the mix. They all did that, this huge oh. circle of Michaels. And I was like, fuck, yes. And I just <laughs> wanted somebody just to scream Pam's line. I'm not going down for this. <laughs> Oh. I thought it was so cool. Right. Jason. Yeah, sorry. Jason. <laughs> Jason <Tangent>. was a zombie. <laughs> I don't like it. No, me neither. I didn't. I, when I read it, I was like, oh, think, no, you, you, you're just adding shit for the sake of adding shit. I mean, I know technically if we are looking at someone coming back from the dead, are they reanimated? Are they what? A zombie? Like, we had, we, discussion have, I was gonna say, we had this discussion before. I was going to say we had this discussion. But. Did we come to an agreement? No, well, no. yes and no. I think um, Mike Kell, yes, Mike, okay, you're going to have something to say on this and please feel free to have this conversation with oh. me. Because um, Mike got, he, he didn't like the fact that I said that uh, I asked the question, well, he, not that he didn't like it, but he had something to say about the fact that I wasn't sure if the bride and Frankenstein's monster were actually classed as zombies because obviously... yeah reanimated but it's different because they were bits of people put together to come back so when you think about it in hindsight i was wrong and i openly admit that but yeah um mike pointed that out and he did have a point and he was right so i i take that statement back but with this one <sighs> technically did he even die in the first place i mean this is where it all gets weird what the hell is in that water firstly right jason was supposedly the kid that drowned in the first one because yeah. the camp because the camp uh counselors were too busy getting frisky with each other and not watching the kids in the water now bear in mind jason wasn't probably a kid that should be left unsupervised at any point no because of his needs um mm. 
Well, why has Pamela sending him there in the first place? If she's that <laughs> worried about him, Pamela, you need to have a talk with yourself. But yes. apparently that is one of his superpowers, is that he can pick up when people are getting frisky and goes fucking apeshit and like, mummy, mummy, time if, to kill. Oh, dear. If I'm honest, right, I was thinking about what I were classing as. Um, and he really is a morality monster, isn't he? Yeah. You know, that's all he is. He's like this fable you tell the kids, don't have sex because Jason will get you. And he it's chop like... your head off! <laughs> it's a bit extreme, isn't it? But like... <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> if I had kids, that'd be the first thing I'd be saying. Chop, chop, chop. fucking have sex. Because you fucking Jason will be knocking at the door. The man with the machete, come and chop your touch around. <laughs> and, he's made, and he's made Freddy, he's not far behind him, and he'll come and get you in your fucking dreams. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one, it's a good job I'm not a parent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he... Um, I think it, it's also weird because I love the first one. The first one will always yes. have a special place with me. Massively. I mean, Betsy Palmer didn't want to play the part. She no. did not want that job. And it wasn't if it wasn't for a car breaking down and her and needing the money for a new car, <laughs> then she would never have taken the, the job. I love the fact that probably one of the most iconic, probably one of the most, oh, that's what I'm looking for, She's, it's all, uh, her, she is always misplaced mm-hmm. in the first one. Everyone's like, oh, Jason, and it's not. It's Pamela Voorhees is the killer, and she does all them amazing kills. Um, and she just for her car. Oh, it's so good. I do love her. I love, I just, I love her as a killer, actually. I love her as, like, the the whole killer in the in the first scene, the, the first film. I generally can't remember the first time I watched Jason. I remember seeing it as a kid. Jason, mm. Friday the 13th, sorry. Um, I remember seeing it as a kid, but not really, like, it was just colours and shapes and, and death. And there wasn't a lot of, like, substance and stories i did i wasn't taking anything away from them and i think that's how i got away with watching a lot of horror was the fact that it was just shapes movements like i'm not really apart from asking when i ask questions is when i get the answers i don't want to hear which is how i am so fucking scared of hannibal lecter (laughs) because i asked questions but yeah it was shapes and colors and it wasn't until i was older and by that point He'd been in, you know, it had been in every fucking list, you know, watch Mojo list and any top five, top ten, like, like big horror yeah. icons. And I had it completely, utterly ruined for us. Probably scream ruined it for us, if I'm honest. Bloody Drew Barrymore. You got it fucking wrong, didn't you? <laughs> silly, silly woman. But, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, she... She hated the part afterwards and refused point blank to reprise it in any which way. So that's why they used some of the footage from the first movie in the second and third and fourth where they do the little recaps. For those first four movies, it pissed me off how two, three and four recapped two, three and four at the beginning like it was like a, a like the week before episode or something you know previously on friday the 13th and then you've got a reminder of what had happened yeah. in the last film or the last two films or the last three films so by the time you get to final chapter the first 10 minutes is recap five ten minutes it's just pure recapping the first three movies and you're like they were shit i don't well apart from bar one 
I don't need to see two and three again, thank you very much, because it's the same film over and over again. I actually really love, and I don't know if this is controversial, but I actually really love the burlap sack. Have I said that right again? The burlap. Burlap, that's it. Burlap mm. sack. Well, I actually so, like that look. I've, I've, I've read three different things to do with that, but two of them stood out the most to me. One was that in the second movie, he was supposed to be given more of a fatherly figure with the old grandpa dungarees yeah. and the and the they wanted him to look more they fatherly. Were, they were gearing because they were gearing up to something. But then I read something else that said that was Jason in his like twenties. Oh, uh, right. Because obviously, when you first see Jason in the first movie, he's mm-hmm. should we say fifteen, maybe give or take, <laughs> right? So second movie comes along, he's a lot bigger. And I don't know how many years are supposed to have elapsed between the first movie and the second one, because mm-hmm. I do hear them mention uh, six months after the uh, the camp, the final girl gets killed in her apartment. So it's, I think it's around mm. six months. So in six months, it goes from that to Sackboy. Sack and it's like, what the hell is he growing in? Miracle Grow? Is he just... Oh, <laughs> what is in Crystal Lake? Oh shit! <laughs> shove him in manure and just leave him there. That's why he's got the overalls on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was like <laughs> Sack Boy. Okay, I give it for the design of the costume. I like it. Sack Jason was interesting. Yeah, it, I like it uh, in the respect of that it was different from obviously the hockey mask and different from Pamela. They were trying to establish something, but they weren't quite getting there. Yeah. So they went with Sackboy, but I it just was, can't get was, how he grows so quick. Miracle Girl. Um he was it was it was gearing up to something um in relation to his father. Because I think they were going if what I was reading before was that they were gonna change direction. Because like I say, Michael wasn't Michael. Mm-hmm. Wrong person. Jason <laughs> wasn't meant to be the main like star. It was gonna it was it this whole franchise was gonna veer off anthology style. And we were going to get a story of his father, and the the suit, the suit for the the sack and the dungarees was of reminiscent of his father's look. That's right, but it never materialized. It never actually happened. And Jason doesn't get his iconic mask until three. Yeah, um, that's the button up that we all know the green the green button up and the the tanchinos jason um what dresses jason man (laughs) (laughs) who's his stylist well according to number three the guy who owned the grocery shop that ate all the food and then put it back on the the shelves uh they were his supposed to be his clothes and considering though that he was about a third of his size i do the one thing i do appreciate of jason and this even goes from Burlap Sack right the way up to the most recent one, because the most recent mask of Jason is 20... 2009. Yeah. 2009. And I love the fact that Jason is different in every single one. There is something different about the look, about the mask. It's mm-hmm. not all consistent. And I actually like that non-consistency. I think that's the thing that they have cottoned on to quite well. But in saying that, the only consistent person throughout all the movies is sean cunningham he has Uh stayed on in some capacity be it executive producer producer Mm -hmm. um 
writer, uh, assistant, something or other. He's he's had a finger in every single one of the pies. Um, he's had the pies. <laughs> yeah, thought I'd add that in just for, to stop any confusion for anybody there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's... Uh, so I think he's had some say because technically Jason was his baby. I know he didn't invent mm. him on the whole, but mm. obviously Tom invented Jason as we know here. Um, but this wasn't invented by Tom. This this no. was a, a whole nother level. Um This is just evolution and I love the fact that you could like just say like just say Jason was fucking every film was immense, every film was amazing, and we're all just looking forward to take us back actually to the 80s and we're looking forward to the next jason and it's like what jason are we going to get what look are we going to get what and that kind of conversation is so missing in horror these days yeah 100 you can't you, you don't get that um i think and as much as i hate to admit it because we've talked about the terrifier and like the clan before art mm -hmm. is a great he, he is a, a great horror villain however the movies lack something for me but but he's the only one so far in this day and age mm -hmm. um, of modern years. I'm not talking like Saw. Saw started 10 years, 15 years ago, you know, 20 years ago, whenever it was. It, that's that's not reminding us time. how old we are. <laughs> <laughs> but it started a long time ago. So even though they're still pumping out, you know, movies now, whereas mm. there's not, not been really anything of the last five, 10 years that mm. can spawn a sequel after sequel after sequel and have that kind of success that yeah. these movies have. Yeah, even though they, they, do. they all flopped, some of them flopped badly. Um, it's it's still had a continuous success, you know. Mm -hmm. And it has such a fan base. Like, there's not one horror, there's not one person in the horror community who would not turn around and say, "I don't like Jason." <laughs> I, I'll bet there's someone. Mike, do not <laughs> come in the comments or on any posts and say me. <laughs> There'll always be someone. There'll always be someone that doesn't yeah. like it. I think it's just because I hold I hold him in such high regards. Like for me, he is bigger than Michael. He is bigger than Freddy. He is bigger than Ghostface. He is my my favorite horror icon. I drink out of his fucking head every day. Like <laughs> I, I I just have such high regard for him because he is different, and there is so much that could be done with him, and there's so much that could be changed with him. Like with Michael. It's very much the same then, and I'm not shitting on Michael at all. Like I, when we do Michael Myers episode, you'll pre I will go give you my full appreciation for him. Um, but it's one dimensional. There's and people are like, well, they like the mystery beside it, and okay, but I didn't like what they did in the last movie when they give him like sidekicks and everything, and I was thinking maybe he does work better. And so I don't know, maybe I'm just rambling right now and thinking like I just I'm not a I'm I. Hold Jason higher than I do, Michael. You can like who you like. It's not for anybody mm. to tell you that you can't like Heard that. that. I can like who I like. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, they can like who they like. I mean... I, I actually have a little baby Jason staring right at me. And, and that's <laughs> thanks to my friend, Nicole, um, who's part of the group. Um, she's part of the admin and moderators. And she did me this amazing... He's, I think he's my laptop carrier at the moment. Amazing Jason tote bag and give me some Jason stickers. And I fucking, I'm just caressing them now. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I have such a, uh, I just think because he is different and there's so much more, the story to him that we can add in and take out. And that would be okay because he's this kind of almost um, supernatural creature. Yeah. And I like yeah. that. 
I think that's the thing. That's the term I would prefer to use instead of zombie, I think. Supernatural. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just, I don't know why. I mean, I'm not a purist or anything like that by any stretch of the imagination, Mm -hmm. but zombie sort of cheapens him a little bit. I think so too. And I think that it has got a lot to do with The Walking Dead because obviously they brought the zombies back to the forefront. um, They they brought the walkers. They never, the word, they never say the word. They never say the word zombie, but walk. Yeah, I know what you mean. You it know, is, um, you, you'd, you'd, you'd be getting all the movies. Obviously, <laughs> you'd had all the the day of, night of living dead movies all of, coming out. Well, all of the deads. All yeah. the deads. And uh, obviously, then you had um, Shaun of the Dead come out, and I think That's Walking sweet. Dead was around the same time, and it mm. all came out anyway. And and so we had a resurgence of zombies. So when you've had 27 series of walking dead you get to That's a probably point not where an like, exaggeration either you just get to a point where you're like zombies are boring to me now i find them the concept and idea of them and especially and especially like romero's zombies i fucking love them because but they took too they took too much of the human side into walking dead and you know, the, the apocalyptic side of... And I'm like, I just want to see you kill some zombies, man. I just want to see some fucking zombie killing or them killing you. Like, either way, just someone die. The first couple of seasons, not to go too much into a tangent, but the first couple of seasons of Walking Dead, for me, fantastic ideas. Greg Nicotero did some amazing things with the with the zombies. And yes. then they just sort of made it too much about the people and less about the zombies. And if that's something you're into, lovely. I lost interest. Boring. I- I got to I got to the I got to the very end. I have still not to see in the end. I I persevered. I invested ten years of my life into yeah. that show, and I was going to see it through to the end, and I still haven't. Anth dropped off after they left the prison because he was off like just when the whispers were there, and I think what were Alpha and Beta? There was the fight between Beta and uh, Daryl. You got far, mind. You did. I got far. there. That's uh-huh. that's as far as I've got, and I get bored every time I try and rewatch, like start again. Yeah. Um, not yeah, to say I'm... that I shouldn't persevere with it. Everybody keeps telling me to, so I will eventually. I will eventually. I... I've got the last season that I would have to rewatch because I've I've seen halfway through, and then I just couldn't fucking do it anymore. But Anth dropped off around the prison because he was he couldn't stand the idea that Rick was going to move his civilization. He was creating a civilization. He was creating this world. That could have had so much potential and he was like nope we're going and he was getting <laughs> sick of them constantly moving about when they've already settled and what could have been or not just moving from one from a to b you could have gone so much further out and explored so much more but the fucking stayed in atlanta georgia <sighs> the world yeah it really got on oh. his nerves Carl. yeah don't, don't blame um, so yeah, he got he got sick of that. I'm it's sure like, we'll do something on Walking Dead and zombies at some point. We got it. We got yeah, to. It's, we, we, we do mo- we do monsters, so we got to. Um, but going back to Jason, where was I? What were we talking about? The the whole thing with Pamela being the killer. Oh, I yeah. like the idea of it. I think Me Pamela too. made a good bad guy in the first one. Although that's she's... the word I was looking for, bad guy or villain. That's good. She's only in it for around, I mean, 10, 15 minutes, I think, so Ooh, screen time. Oh, who gives a fuck? But that, 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 when she hits that screen, ah, oh, she is chilling. 
it's the the knitted jumper when she comes yeah. basically when she jumps out of her jeep and she walks around the front of her jeep and she says something along the lines of i'm mrs Voorhees, dear or so, whatever it is she says I've, to be honest with you i've watched that many now i can't even mm. <laughs> she still had that air i mean she was a broadway actress that's what she did betsy yeah. Palmer. that's what she was famous for so she had that poise about her when she walked down and she was like reciting a line and i thought yeah we need to watch her what's her what why why who are you what's, what's, what's your about? game where have you just come from out of nowhere as well you know Vol, mrs Voorhees. i do love the jumper what i would have liked is more umbrage than and in our you know how, how umbrage is all like pink and fluffy and you know yeah. she's but she's pure fucking evil mm -hmm. um i would have loved to have seen that like do you know what picture you remember them princess diana jumpers you got with like charles oh god something yeah. like that a knitted like, proper knitted jumper with a yeah, face on yeah yeah something along the lines because <laughs> that would have made it so much better i just i just she gave off she gave the film a bit of um a lift if yeah, that makes sense because if does. you compare the first movie which I shouldn't really compare them because they aren't really the same thing. Yeah. The first movie and then 2009's reboot, remake, mm. rehash, whatever you want to call it. Redo. I am not a hater on that film. No. Because to me, you can stick it at the end of number one and it becomes number two. You can bypass all the others and it becomes number two and it works as number two. Yeah. Or it's a standalone but it does explain at the beginning, obviously, the bit about Final Girl, Boat, Jason, Mrs. Voorhees, all that gumph at the beginning. So <laughs> you get that recap. But So they're still respecting the source material, which I, I actually really like the fact that they did that. But they asked Betsy Palmer to come back for Jason X. Yeah. And Jason versus Freddy, because yeah. that's not her. And I'm pulling a face because I'm not sure Romy said that is not her um I know with Jason X they asked her to come back because they there's a scene where they put him in a holographic like a holodeck you know like of in Star Trek um uh, of course they do uh, <laughs> it's something along those lines anyway um because they're trying to get him to be back at the camp so uh they asked her to come back and reenact some of the scene from from that but unfortunately she passed away I was just uh, in, about to ask. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. It was. Oh, it was. Who? Did, who did you say was? What's 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 her name? <laughs> Betsy the original Palmer. Pam, Betsy Palmer. Yeah. Pamela Shaw played her in um, Pretty Best Jason. And fuck me, does she very much look like her? There's been, I think, four women that's played um, Mrs. Voorhees over the twelve <laughs> movies. I knew. I, I obviously I knew. Um, she wasn't in Freddy versus Jason. Even though I pulled a face, I did definitely know that. Somewhere deep inside of me was like, yes, Sam, you are right on that one. Um, but I didn't know there was other actresses involved with it. Yeah. I, I just mean, thought I would like out of respect they might not have because like she was a big name. She was someone. But they like to just keep Mrs. Voorhees alive because she was the one that was keeping Jason on track for his purpose, which was to be morally 
Bob right, Bill. you know, get his revenge <laughs> on, uh... on 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 the Randy teens. Yeah, basically, that is initially the nitty gritty of it all, you know. Yeah, it is. He's a, he, like I say, he's a morality monster. He is the boogeyman if you have sex when you shouldn't be because you've got other things you should be doing, but you you're having it away instead of looking, you know, doing your job. Yeah. So and letting kids die. My dad <laughs> always, my dad always used to tell me that he was the, the only movie that ever scared him was Friday the 13th and it was always the end scene and I, I don't know why I had it on downstairs because I don't feel like this was something I'd watch downstairs like it would be it'd be my room and my secrets um but I always remember him coming in and going turn that off <laughs> I was like why he was like because I don't want to see that kid jump out the fucking water <laughs> I mean, this is the thing about these movies, though. It's like that iconic scene where she thinks she's free, floating around in the canoe, and Ari jumps up and pulls it. I just, it's like, why are you in the fucking river? You have a car there. You've just chopped her head off. Get in the Jeep and leave. No, no. We're going to go sail off into a canoe in the middle of the bloody lake. Yeah, all right, love. Smug. With a smug look on your face that makes me want to rip it off. She just yeah. sits there going, I just didn't like her as a final girl. And I don't no. know. I mean, I know that's I'm... controversial, I'm sure, but not to me, because I'm not the I'm not a big there's so many more girls in that movie that I could have seen as a final girl. Yeah. And she pretend she was not one of them. Um even it was Kevin a very... Bacon would have made a good final girl. <laughs> I swear to Jesus, if they actually brought Kevin Bacon in as the final girl like that would have been amazing um it's a very carrie moment the end yeah. of friday the 13th carrie came first uh yeah. yes i, I think just i think carrie was 78 79 i think so and the first 76 Jason, was it really 76 christ alive yeah so friday the 13th was 1980 so it came out yeah, um, so that was a very, very yeah. Carrie moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Carrie White is dead. Is she though? Nah. <laughs> she gonna fucking get you. I mean, she had good reason to come out and kill people. Do you know what I mean? Like, Jason's just out for the... He's out because his mother's telling him to. My God. The He's the ultimate mummy's boy. Oh, massively. 100%. But the things that they did with him after the final chapter... I mean, I think we covered this in Tom Savini episode mm. uh, where Tom Savini congratulates himself because he invented Jason and then he kills Jason in final mm. chapter. So he always congratulates himself on that. Well, um, but the things they do to Jason after that, uh, number five, there's no Jason. It's a copycat. It's a, it's notes I'm reading out now. Jason was supposed to stay dead. Yeah. Sorry, B keeps catching me eye. And um, <laughs> as a copycat killer took over in part five, mm-hmm. and that's, again, the root. It's always like they're trying to find a way to get rid of Jason. Yep, and then bring him back again for the and next And then one. bring him back. Oh, you're leaving. Oh, have you cleaned yourself enough on the on my clothes that you're leaving? Have you? I don't know if anyone's going to be able to see Beatrice, but she's been sat at the back of us, and for the past ten minutes, she's just sat and cleaned herself and then fucked off. <laughs> at least she faced the other way. Yes, yeah, true. Um, um but yeah, yeah so- it's like they almost don't want Jason to be there. 
No, I mean, in one of these, and I cannot remember which one for the life of me, he's got telekinesis as a power. And it's like, is that really necessary? (laughs) This is, for me, if we're looking at, I liked four for the sheer reason how batshit Corey Feldman was in it. Like, I love the fact that... (laughs) I love the fact that he is a little horror nerd. He likes to do all the um, special effects work. And you can tell Tom Savini sculpted every one of those fucking masks that kid has in his bedroom because he was only supposed to be around 12, 13. And if he was that good at 12, 13... He'd be snapped right up by Tom (laughs) Savini. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I just like how batshit Tommy goes at the end where he shaves his head, leaves the clumps... And, and comes down and starts giving Jason shit. Yeah, he goes fucking nuts. It's and they, they the whole direction after four was that they killed Jason off, and the intent was five, six, however many they were going to do the down the line was going to be Tommy was taking over from Jason. Yeah, that's that was right. the narrative they wanted to run with. But something happened because in five, like I said, there was the copycat killer, and Tommy then foils the copycat killers identity and he does a scooby-doo moment and he becomes the hero again and it's like oh what was all I want to get that about what I was that no... all about at the end of four so it's <sighs> no idea we did an episode of um jason last year this year can't remember oh i honestly when it comes down to episodes and what i've done and not done i generally can't remember at this stage <laughs> my memory is bad enough at the best of times um but i remember we I couldn't watch these movies again, but I, I regret not watching because there's one that I couldn't get a hold of, and it was really annoying. As was Jason in Manhattan, <laughs> yeah. And I really wanted to watch that because I did a TikTok once that it was like, you know, favorite iconic monster scenes and blah, blah. and one of them was Jason coming out of a fucking um train and booling down this train. I was like, holy shit, you look so fucking cool. If this is on Manhattan, I will be fucking furious because I've not seen it. Um, but am I is my memory playing tricks on me, or am I mixing two films here? Crispin Glover was in the second one. He was in the. Was it the second one? It's the second one, isn't it? It's uh, that dance, Dan. That dance. <laughs> Let me tell you. Right yeah, because the. Part two. Oh, hang on a minute. Was it? Wasn't three. Uh, yeah, it's anyway. Jack Crispin Glover. It is. <laughs> and his it's... and his dance. <gasps> that dance is something to be yeah treasured. It treasured. Most certainly is. Uh, I think it was three. I. It's I give up. Party. Like I said, two and three mold into the same film to me they're exactly the same film but just set slightly different <laughs> what what I, have you learned dan with your viewings this week every fucking one of them's the same except for the first <laughs> it's just set in a different setting and it's exactly the same thing happens it's just like oh god i mean it works it has worked it's proven it's worked no matter what i say won't take away from the fact that this is has been one of the most lucrative horror um franchises in in yeah. the history of franchising and the fact oh, wow. that it's each one of the movies have made so much money i mean the most successful one out of all of the films which we haven't even touched on yet 
is Freddy versus Jason. I'm so looking forward to this one because I I'm not gonna lie, I I shouldn't for so many reasons, but I fucking <laughs> love this movie, and it's not a case of like it's like a nostalgia thing now. I loved it from the second it came out. Like I remember going the I wanted to say pictures, but it's a cinema because I have to remember our audience. Um <laughs> the movies don't, they don't understand my northern dialect. Um yeah going to see it at the cinema and just from then onwards i have fucking i will watch this at least once maybe twice a year i love it got your nose <laughs> <laughs> it's great man i mean i liked it in the respect of that hey. you, i have an issue when they tend to put um two very beloved characters up against each other like i had a i know they do it in the comics um and i know that they do it in like in the 60s there was a probably like with, when when i'm going to say this next one like with the godzilla and the kong mm -hmm. i i know those movies were made a lot earlier but i still hate it i still hate it when they make you choose or like you feel like you have to choose one or I mean, the easy, other easy choice for me freddie can go and get in the fucking sea um but i, I do get what you mean because in the comics wasn't it ash versus jason, jason versus, versus pinhead and yeah there's been so a pinhead one there was so many of it um because i do want to go back to freddie versus jason because again love it yeah deadite jason is a deadite Jason is a dead. Why am I saying this? Is am I? I'm sure. I'm trying to think of. Hang on, I'm talking shit at the minute, and I don't think that I am. Jason Deadite. No, Jason dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Deadite. Is Jason a Deadite? In the original continuity from Friday the Thirteenth, part of part. Part what? What's the V and the one? Is that six? Oh, don't ask me. My Roman numerals are terrible. V and the one. So to that one. So I think that's six. To Freddy versus Jason, he is not a deadite. Despite Evil Dead's dagger and the Necronomicon appearing in Jason Goes to Hell. There you go. Right. Jason Lives was number six. And then right. New Blood was number seven. Number eight was Jason Takes Manhattan. Number nine was... Jason there goes we to go. hell. So apparently, according to my Adam Marcus, while he knew New Line wouldn't be on board with making the connection ex explicit, explicit, since they don't own the rights to Evil Dead, he absolutely intended the audience to intuition to have the intuition that Pamela Voorhees had used the Necronomicon to resurrect her son Jason, turning him into a deadite. No. That's yeah. my answer on that one. Let's not yeah. do that. Because Michael Bay did something, tried to do something similar, um, which annoyed the shit out of me. The 2009 remake, reboot of, of, the, of this, was mm. done by Michael Bay's production company. But not him. He was involved because he walked out of the premiere because he said there was too much sex and he didn't like oh, it. Oh, oh. Michael Bay's precious eyes. His yes. precious eyes. It's made him enough money sexualizing women over the years so he can get How the fuck you did to Megan Fox, you fucking hypocrite. <laughs> but um he was saying that the lad in that one called Trent, who was the dickhead, you know, the dickhead. Um yeah. 
There's main, always one. Yeah. Um, he was called Trent in that. Now, at the same time, give or take, I think two years prior, Transformers came out. Um, and he played Trent in Transformers as well. He was Megan Fox's boyfriend or someone Klingon or something. Same lad, same name. So then Michael Bay turned around and said, yes, this takes you. part in the same universe. Oh, so Jason you, apparently lives in the same universe as Transformers in the Michael Bay universe. And I was like, no. No, he, he no. does not. He does not. <laughs> No. He does not, Michael Bay. Just because you you come up with a character who has the same name, just because the likelihood is he's very he's very very old. Oh my God, I'm getting so angry. He's very <laughs> stereotyped and typecast. Yeah, you can't you can't then claim they're in the same universe. It doesn't fucking exist. Transformers in Halloween, Halloween. Oh my God, what is wrong with me, Jason? Stay away from each other. It's been a long day. I've been. Michael can stay away too. Um, yeah, Michael can. I mean, we could just keep Michael Bay away from fucking Halloween. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine the shit show that would come out of that? I, it's it's not for me. I just, when I read that, I was, I got, I, I got quite angry. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> I, I read that and I was like, why? It doesn't have why? any correlation. There's no need for them to be in the same universe. Unless you're going to turn Jason into a fucking Transformer in one of your sequels. What's... Oh my God. Oh, I can Maybe. see it happening. Don't worry. Oh my Christ! It's too 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 much time has passed now. I think Michael Bay has kind of washed his hands of the Jason Jason thing. Um, I keep getting mixed up on Netflix of seeing that cover, yeah, and then the Texas Chainsaw Massacre one because the colours look exactly the same, and because I'm blind as a fucking bat, I'm just looking at the colours and going, oh. Friday, nope, that's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So you can't watch that. Well, <laughs> Not I, again. <laughs> I can say that you are kind of right and keep mentioning Halloween and, and Michael because Scout Taylor Compton, who played Laurie Strode in the yeah. Rob Zombies, she auditioned for the part in the 2009 remake of um, Jenna, who was the who everybody thought was going to be the final girl that didn't turn out to be the final girl. And I'm not, I'm, I'm doing spoilers because this film's bloody 14 years old. So I think I'm okay there, you know, but yeah, um, I think if I think you covered by 14, <laughs> the 14 year release, but uh, obviously it's got Jared Padalecki in it. Um, everybody knows. Gilmore Sam. girls. <laughs> yeah. Sam from, and supernatural and Gilmore girls. I've never seen Gilmore girls. I have no idea. Oh, it's so, um, it's so it's so beautiful the the problem is with gilmore girls is you've got to be on your fucking ear game when you're watching the first episode because they talk so fast and you don't realize that you later on after you've watched it for quite a bit it's like you're just in tune to it but the first episode is like bit a bit bit a bit bit a bit and it's so quick um so it does take you a while for your ears to like tune into it well, the irony of this was they were on a break making Supernatural. Um, so and this Jar is his break movie? <laughs> Jared went off and made this, and Jensen went off and made My Bloody Valentine on the same year, 2009. Mm. So they both went off and rebooted massive franchises. That is so um, fucking cool. Which I didn't hate My Bloody Valentine reboot either. So um, I've seen the original. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> Internet, I've seen something. Wow. Um Bet's on they wouldn't have got that, Sam. <laughs> I know. I, I know. Um, um I have uh, I watched that and what's Jamie Lee's prom one? Prom night. Yeah, prom night. Prom night, yeah. That was 
weird. If you ever want to see a weird one, Terror Train. That's very fucking weird with with the uh, with Jamie Lee on it. Mm-hmm. Terror Train. Yeah, I do like a Jamie Lee uh, movie. That is not Halloween. Um, I sound like I'm really shitting all over Halloween. I really love the franchise like I do. <laughs> but it's not Jason. <laughs> the the amount of um, love that there is out there for uh, Derek Mears, who played Jason in the 20, uh, 2009 reboot, mm. they almost didn't cast Derek because they said he was such a nice bloke. No one could take mm. it seriously. <laughs> But size-wise, he, he fits it perfectly. He's perfect, yeah. I mean, you see Derek Mears in real life, and he's a big man. He's mm. like exactly what you think um, Jason should be, like, height-wise, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and he's quite a presence. He's not as big as Jason, because obviously they make Jason quite broad. Bulky. They make Jason, yeah, bulky. That's the right word. They pad bulky. him out a lot. The pad, yeah, because um, you can tell that you can... But he can still move with ease, like even though, yeah. he, and he is very much. He's wearing a lot of jumpers. Mama's got to keep him warm. You can definitely tell the difference between part two and part three. He's definitely been down the gym, doing you know, oh. doing some laps in the lake. You know, he's gone from being sack boy <laughs> to the big hench Jason we know and love now. Do you but, not uh, think that if do you not think that the original Jason, the boy Jason, the one that we see lovingly behind your head, if he was Jason? Just him, no changes. Just the kid for the whole movie. Uh huh. I think that'd have been fucking terrifying. It would have worked. I mean, at that time, I think there was a bit of a rush of movies coming out where you'd had creepy kids like Pet Cemetery, <laughs> yeah. not long after or around the same time as this, because obviously Gage, everybody knows Gage. Oh, that um, kid is adorable, though. Oh, no fun. No. Um, <laughs> sometimes death is better. Um, sometimes death is better. I love. There he is. I love doing that voice. Get on Anne's nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Just randomly sitting there going, sometimes death is better. <laughs> <laughs> it's the overacting, and I'll thank Creature for this because I was having a conversation when he was actually tattooing. Fred Gwynn on me he was he, he literally stopped tattooing got his phone out and showed me the scene which I'd never noticed that scene before in Pet Cemetery, where F- <laughs> Fred overacts and he um he's having a conversation at the dinner table with the dad and the dad he's the dad asks Fred if he's ever buried a human down there and Fred like oh he knocks he purposely knocks over all the beer bottles and it's just how he does it it's so <laughs> overacting he's and it's such like a, oh, I'd never noticed physical he's such a great physical comedian like and that was such the wrong it wasn't the wrong role for him because it was great he's brilliant in it he makes pet cemetery for me given the grim fucking story that's behind it yeah um but he's still a physical comedy actor (laughs) yeah i mean i felt i felt so i found out recently that he's buried in an unmarked grave yes i did know that why he needs a headstone I know you need to be looking at the people who, and I know he's not your favorite person in the world, but Scott Michaels, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. He goes around and he he organizes. Um, Scott on tape. No, not Scott on tape. Scott Michaels. Oh, Scott. Um, Graham Norton's ex-boyfriend, Scott. Yeah. Yes, Graham. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, the guy with the death museum, who yes. just so happened to be Grim Norton's ex-boyfriend. And um, loved telling me when I met him how much money he made from the article he sold to the sun about oh, Graham. You which don't then, want to mention that to a northerner. <laughs> but then doing that paid for his death museum. So that's why I have a bit of an icky thing about Scott, because whilst mm. the death museum's a great thing him selling out his boyfriend is what paid for it and i just to thought, the sun to the uh, sun and he, the... he even had it framed the newspaper article in the museum at the back and it gave me the ick it gave me the ick I, and ever I, know, since then, I, just... I know i know i'm from sunland and we're nowhere near liverpool but we still have we still share bit support with them especially when it comes down to the sun and never reading the fucker because it's a fucking rag piece of shit <laughs> that can get in the fucking yeah. bin. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. But I still do like his videos. I'm so sorry. I mean, again, like I said earlier, everyone can like what they like. You can disconnect. You cannot, you know, it's like listening to music with someone who's done something absolutely horrific or questionable in the band. It depends. But you like you couldn't I'm not talking lost profits. And... I'm not talking lost profits here. That's, I was that's... thinking more Gary Glitter myself, like, but... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, they're in the same bloody band, them two, can't they? Ian Watkins and Gary, they can fuck off together and start one in prison. But the just that, you know, when you've got people who have questionable opinions about stuff, it you can still like the music they produce. You don't have to like the person. Yeah. Um, unless there's a massive boycott on. And if you say it out loud, you get shunned and made, yeah. made to stand in the corner with your dunce hat on, you know. Like R. Kelly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's a couple of people that you just cannot physically go, uh, yeah, I could never I could never get on your side. I could never listen to your music. Um, no, but I know what you mean. There's a lot of things that you can disconnect with and just yeah. but I just think with Scott, and we are this is like the millionth time we've talked about Scott on this podcast. He, he has, has his money own, now. Yeah, he does. He um he has his own YouTube channel called The Daily Departed. Um it's very it's very low budgety production value but i just fucking love it some of the stuff that he goes to some of the places i'm not a big fan of his some of his collection which i've made very clear on this before but it, when he gets down to like hollywood history that's when i'm interested i cannot listen to him um so for so long on the manson murders anymore it's it comes to a point where i've like i have heard all that i can i'm done that's what he literally milked, and I don't use that term lightly. That was his bread and butter when he had the museum and the tours. Uh, he did the Helter Skelter tour two or three yeah. times a week. Um, I went on the standard tour, uh, and that one was – I did that one three times with – like, first time I did it was 2010, second time I did it was 2017, and then I think the third time I did it was 2018, 2019 um same tour all those years exactly the same thing you see the same places hear the same thing it wasn't changed up but mine was more about like murders of famous people around the city you know um I've, i have technically been on that tour because i have watched it online a million <laughs> times you go to rebecca Schaefer's house and yeah bella lagosi's yeah. flat yeah bella lagosi's flat and you, you see... end up in the graveyard at some point yeah the um I always forget what it's called. The West something, Hollywood Forever Cemetery. That's Westwood. Westwood for him. Westwood. Westwood Cemetery. 
Yeah, I think it's the Westwood, the West something. Um, and Honestly, like I, I could say, be a tour guide in Los Angeles. The amount of fucking touristy shit and their uh, graveyardy stuff I watch. Honestly, I could. I'd be like, and on here, you'll find Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> yeah, next to Hugh Hef, which I've seen. I, you know, I literally stood in front of both of them. And Heather you Rock know, from Poltergeist is literally on the, the other side. Yeah, it's really weird. I fucking hate that I know that and I've never been. Also, um, did you know that Madonna's crypt is just above Hefner's? Yeah, he paid for that, didn't he? As well as um, he paid for Marilyn's. He paid part of Marilyn's, mm. not all of it. But there is an interesting, just before we go back to Jason, there is an interesting video on Michael uh, Scott's YouTube, and it is the um, mortician who was a mortician for Marilyn. Really interesting. I actually have his book. It's very rare to come by. It's like my hearst or something like that and it's he's about his funeral business and obviously getting the big the big one she was the big one yeah. and all of our little our little secrets our little beauty secrets all came out and um, it is very interesting but yeah jason zombies mothers <laughs> freddie versus jason yeah um they actually wanted to put tommy in freddie versus jason I remember hearing that, and I don't see with the where it would have fit in if we are concentrating solely on a fight between Freddie and Jason. I just, we all know who wins anyway. Jason won, in theory, because he shish kebabbed kebabbed him, didn't he? Like, Freddie went in for the, the thing, but that doesn't kill Jason. So Jason still had the time to chop his head off. So... I mean, in that movie alone, you're looking at 26, 27 kills, including Freddy, in Freddy versus Jason. Which Did you is, ever do a Jason kill count? I've got one. <gasps> Across the 12 movies. Sorry, are we going to, is he going to be knocked off? I need, a, I need to see. <sighs> Across the 12 movies, there is a number given. Mm-hmm. Now, it's debatable about, they, they say around 15 of them are question marked on this number. Mm. So I will take those 15 off and then I will tell you the original number. Okay. Uh, we're looking at, are you ready? 148 over 12 movies. Oh my God. Yeah, he's beat Claude. Claude. But bear in mind, Claude was one film. This is 12 films. He's still... He's beat him, but (gasps) times 12 films it's taken to get to 148 kills. I'm I'm a bit emotional about this. (laughs) Claude has been the highest kill count since... 20-something episodes. Claude, what are we going to (laughs) do? Um, yeah. Oh my god! That Originally, like I said, 163 it was supposed to be, but um, like I say, they were they were querying around. If we 15. do, yeah. So what is what, what's Jason? 148. 148 six more. to six more than Claude. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I mean, it like I say, it's a feat in itself with Claude because that was over one film, whereas Jason. One film and one question. (laughs) So, I mean, the average kill counts, though, were crazy. They were absolutely crazy in these movies. But it goes to show that they were just going for blood. We're going back to Freddy vs. Jason. That was the most successful movie in all 12 of them financially. 
it took, and imagine uh, and i can imagine why it took 116 million in 19 <laughs> in 2003 sorry so I that is generally yeah it is and it it was a time there was a there was a there was a theme there was a scene there was new metal there was freddie there was jason it was it was a perfect time for that movie to come out and i'm not saying it couldn't work now but it was so fitting for yeah. the time that it came out in and um, i love I, I love every second of that movie i love the cast i even like the one from destiny's child thought she was fucking yeah, yeah thought she was fucking hilarious um, and i she she held her own and I know that some of the young actors and actresses, one of them is her from Dawson's Creek, um, the main one. Oh, probably uh, the wide little thing she is. Uh, um, the blonde one or the dark-haired one? Blonde one. Not the Michelle. one who thinks she's PJ Souls. Um, the one that was married to Heath Ledger? No, she was... Michelle. She. So, yes, think of think of her, Michelle Oh, Williams. I know who you mean. Andy. Her name was Andy in... Um, well, she was in... Abby... Dawson's Creek, yeah. No, Andy. No, Andy was the Andy was it was Joshua Jackson's girlfriend. It was Jack's sister. It was Abby. It was Jen's friend. Fuck! Why do I know so much about Dawson's Creek? <laughs> she was the you one win. Who died. You win. I'm, I'm she done. Died on the, I'm she done. died on the bridge. Oh my god! I'm done. I don't even remember that. Why, so. why do I know this? Um. She was also oh, in an episode. She was also what? in a lovely episode of um, Grey's Anatomy, where she is impaled with a man who she's never met before, and they've got a pole right through them, and they have to make the very tough decision on. I mean, obviously the man's saying you've got to save her, whatever it takes. I'll sacrifice me, and it doesn't turn out that way. She and dies. She does, and it's so sad. <laughs> I actually feel myself like, um, but yeah. She, <laughs> She, I like I, when I first saw her. She did annoy us a little bit, and it's probably because we were very close in age. And I was like, I would never, ever just, act like that. Literally, my brain has just clocked who you're talking about. It's taken that long. Uh, she died on the bridge. Yeah, she Dawson's fell off Creek the bridge. Doesn't yeah. really stay with me too much. Why does honest. it stay with me? <laughs> I remember the characters' names. I remember like who was in it, and like, but I was very affected by Dawson's Creek. Apparently, that I didn't know about <laughs> until right now. <laughs> I just I, like when you go right. Okay, so stepping away from James Vanderbeek and his crying face, the Dawson. Yeah, um, when you see the average murders um, and the amount the movies have taken, mm -hmm. the first movie in itself in eight, in nineteen eighty was relatively successful by the standards of the time. So you're talking thirty nine point seven million that movie took. Wow. For a film that had no backers, no, but no, uh -huh. nothing uh, at least a year before. Wow! So that's something. So that had twelve kills in it. That one in the Crikey. first movie, right? <laughs> the second film was mm -hmm. done in nineteen eighty-one. So bear in mind, first one came out in eighty. I'm not even born yet. <laughs> in eighty-one, there was ten murders, and that took. At the box office, twenty one point seven million. That's then we not bad. It's still not bad for a sequel. It's still not bad. Third movie, nineteen eighty two. 
they're banging these out one a year at the moment so yeah. 1982 we're looking at 12 murders and 36.7 million so that's just shy of the first original movie the third one which is surprising because it's shit <laughs> in my opinion i'm allowed to have my own opinion i, I just claimed like it. it i just claimed it at the beginning it's fine friday the 13th final chapter i enjoyed that one a bit more mm. purely because it was that is the one with crispin glover number four because they is all go skinny dipping yeah they all go skinny dipping in the lake and he refuses to take his clothes off yes number four is crispin glover um, and that that's <laughs> that took 30.3 million which still isn't so bad it was that dance that's why everyone wanted to see that dance i always mix up that scene right there when i watch it with troll 2. it's the dad in the kitchen you don't that's... piss on hospitality <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's having some sort of seizure doesn't he old crispy when he's dancing it's like i ooh. swear to god if we don't do troll 2 on here i would fucking die it's such a fucking shit brilliant film they're the ones that i like though the one like ghoulies right people forget about ghoulies ghoulies was shit but it was fantastic at the same time as paul Critters. likes to say shit fantastic <laughs> shitastic yeah shitastic um, <laughs> troll yeah. 2 is definitely shitastic it has <laughs> just it's the it's the it's the line they're gonna eat me no they're gonna eat her and then they're gonna eat me oh my god <laughs> it's like the acting is so bad in it like it's so brilliant i have so many things that i could go over we will do troll 2 at some point i promise because it's yes. brilliantly bad and um, but go on with your figures yeah no it's just like 85 so we're talking five oh. movies in a row now did we have one, one in 83 83 was uh bum, 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 bum. was that the third one no fourth one 83 they skipped a year no they did skip forgot, a year of then. course the fucking did it was the year i was born 80 81 82 are the first three 84 was the fourth one so they skipped a year in between Pandemic. those two I mean, it depends where you're looking at on Ancestry because I've got a log in 1983 and 1984. Just take your pick. <laughs> when they did New Beginning in 85, that had 22 murders and took 20.6 million. Uh, Jason Lives, 1986, 18 murders and took 19 million. That's the one that CJ Graham was playing yeah. Jason in. Uh, now we go into the Kane Hodder era. Oh, Kane so new blood 1988 15 murders 19.1 million jason mm. takes manhattan 1989 19 murders 14.3 million mm. jason goes to hell the final friday 1993 so we have a four-year gap there between the two films right that's kane again kane's the only person to have played him four times he, then the that movie. makes him jason yeah that took tw uh, that was 22 murders 15.1 million jason x came <laughs> again in 2001 
uh which is as my that's the toilet paper edition of all of them in my opinion i cannot stand this movie with a passion it needs to be burnt and never shown to the public you can't again. even see the irony of it like the uh, whole oh, no it's just awful i can't get past <laughs> the oh, the mask awful the mask the, is horrible that's not jason it's that's like not jason mask Mm, and they thought of what 2008 was going to be in they were wrong 2001 <laughs> they were only seven years out but they were like <laughs> it's like at least back to the future like give it a good go with like what 2015 could have looked like <laughs> they've, got just, the, they've got the fucking president right though <laughs> so 29 murders in that one and 17.1 million at the box 29 office. murders in jason x yes did they just fucking obliterate the cast <laughs> yeah pretty much at the end i think they did jason oh, technically yeah. did something um <laughs> obviously did something. did something uh we've, we've just done jason versus freddie in 20 uh 2003 which was mm-hmm. 116.6 million and 27 kills including freddie friday the 13th of 2009 was 13 murders and took 92.7 million so the 2009 reboot was the second most successful Friday the 13th movie cool. of the 12. So when you look at it like that, I mean, usually reboots never live up to the the hype, but this one I have to say whatever the um formula was they used in this mm-hmm. reboot, they tend they did something where they didn't disrespect the source material. Yeah. So and it that's felt probably... like a Friday the 13th. It didn't feel disjointed. It didn't feel like we had to give Jason another different backstory, like with that god-awful reboot of of um, Nightmare on Elm Street with Jack mm. Earl Haley, Early Haley, Rorschach, Rorschach, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't need to know that. I no. don't need the narrative that, Freddie was a kiddie fiddler. No, we know that he was a kid killer. It's implied um, heavily in the sequels. Um, yeah. And in the opening of Freddie versus Jason, that was perfect. That's all you need to know. He had something with children. That was it. And, yeah. the you know, the parents went fucking apeshit, as you probably would not find now because, you know, laws and shit. But back in, in a fictional world, they would go absolutely nuts and get the pitchforks out and very Frankenstein-esque. Um, mm-hmm. I like that opening. I love that opening, especially the two of them, like they're two different worlds. Yeah. I want to watch Freddy first, Jason. But to me, that that that's wherein that failed because they wanted to put a more serious narrative. On it's Freddy the... fucking Kruger. And it is Robert England. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. You cannot hide that behind the makeup. It is You see it in the eyes. If you're going to change the makeup design, change the the narrative of the um character and disrespect the source material to the point of where you're making a movie that just has the name yeah and the character name on it but it's not actually the same from the same universe it's like you've made up your own version bullshit the 2009 reboot worked for the very reason jason is jason in it the the story is the same people are trying to have a nice weekend away and jason doesn't like it ruins it you know they want to shag a lot you're right if you if you want to completely disrespect the source material and change things up and make it your own then make your fucking own make a different monster make another iconic monster yeah 
don't rely upon the past in order to try and progress yourself. I'm getting angry here. Try and progress yourself with something because you you know technically it will work. Now I know there's a lot of people don't shit upon the uh, that Freddy Krueger one. I personally won't watch it. I'm not a fan of Freddy Krueger. I really am not a fan of Freddy Krueger. Um, never got him as a kid. Never. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Who am I? Who am I? Why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I, honestly, I never got it as a kid. He never frightened us. I couldn't give two fucks if he come into me dreams or not. Um, them claws, I've had I've had longer nails. Um, do you know, it just, it never, it never really got to us. Yeah. And the movie, the first one I see is a full-on fucking comedy. It is absolutely hilarious. The first one loses me with the telescopic arms where he's scraping the, the knives down the alleyway when they've gone out that wide. It, <laughs> that bit, got uh, that's where it lost me. But other than that, they did some amazing special effects work on that movie. Um, and to this day, the revolving room, Johnny Depp getting a blood fountain, you know, yeah, all of and- that absolutely amazing but then, but and, and brilliant and i'm sure when we do freddy i will take a proper deep look into something yeah. that will will grasp me but i will never get past that fucking door scene with the mother going through the letterbox i will never be able to get past that i've forgotten all about that oh How? my god honestly the, the model you see it go from being the lady having a to an actual to a like a plastic like a rubber woman being folded in half yeah. dragged through, through i think it was the window or the something and, it's like, and a, then, it's like a very small window in the <laughs> in the in the door and she folds in half and she's like that big and rubber. you see the rubber face on her and everything when they're pulling her through I oh my god i've forgotten about that i will never get past that <laughs> So maybe maybe when I'm doing my research for Freddy, I might come across something that I mean, obviously I've I've got something there because Freddy versus Jason, you, you don't have that movie without one person. And he really did keep me entertained throughout. Like I yes, Jason, I wanted to win. Like I was rooting for my boy. Yeah. But I still think you give a hell of a fight. Yeah. I mean, I will say the standout characters along the way when i'm sitting here and i'm thinking who do i remember most from all the movies kevin bacon getting shish kebab through the throat with an arrow by a foot pamela a lot of knives in the neck (laughs) and then there's also i don't know if people know this but in friday the 13th the guy that gets the arrows to the eye um he is actually bing crosby's son harry crosby and he got killed off in the movie uh i want to say it was the original bill he played bill in the original yeah uh he was bing crosby's son i'm dreaming of a white christmas bing crosby it was his son and little uh, drummer boy yeah yeah yeah, his son was in the first movie um and he played bill um but then you had mrs Voorhees. she will forever be iconic um i think we should start a mrs Voorhees fan club and be like Bring her back. Give her own series. Fuck Mummy's boys. Yeah. Mummy's boys for life. <laughs> <laughs> then it goes to Crazy Cory Feldman. 
Oh fuck yeah! You got to give uh, homage, mind. It was it was it, good. It genuinely looked like he shaved his head as well. No matter how much I was looking, I was like, "Is that a bald cap or has he actually shaved his head?" And I'm convinced he shaved his head. Um, either that or I Tom did some. Um, yeah, because I couldn't see the join. I couldn't see the join. Um, and that film came out just eighty four. So same year as Gremlins or around Gremlins because he was in Gremlins as well. That's such a shift. Uh, he also did Goonies in 86, 87. So mm. there's only a three-year gap between that and that. So he had enough time for his head to grow back by then. So. Oh, yeah. He's uh, a boy. You can get away with shit like that. And then I'm not going to be like, okay, Kelly Rowland in, in Freddy vs. Jason, if we're going to pick somebody random. Uh, and then, obviously, Jared Padalecki in the new reboot. Yeah. But other than that, there's a whole section of movies that I just don't care for, and they don't need to be there. Um, and I'm going to say about the middle. <laughs> this six. was honesty brought to you by Dan. <laughs> yeah, I don't care for them, frankly. I mean, if they're your favourite, that's that's cool. And I, I genuinely am not taking that away from you because you'll have your reasons. But for mm. me... The only disappointment for me with the Jason movies, whilst I said the 2009 sticks to the formula and respects the source material, I think it does it in a way where it's brought it into the modern times. Yeah. When you're banging out 11 movies, all right, yeah. we'll take Freddy versus Jason out of that as well. So you're banging out 10 movies consecutively over a 20-year period. period. Yeah, you are putting the same film out again and again and again and again and Essentially. again. Essentially. And, and it then gets put to them a point, in space. It gets to a point where you're just like, okay, is this what we've got left, sticking him in space? That is like the final straw, though. It's like, we can't, we've put him in Manhattan. This is what's going to happen with Scream, I'm telling you, because he's going to a different place this time. Yeah. Or has he London. been to a different He's going to London. He's fucking yeah. jet-setting. Honestly, when they've done all the major cities... And potentially all of, you know, the, the ninth wonders of the world, eighth, eighth, <laughs> China was the ninth wonder of the world, <laughs> can't do her, uh, eighth wonders of the world, it'll send him to space. I'm telling you, go space, will end up in space. Oh, it wouldn't fucking surprise me. Really <laughs> Are we going to wrap up on Jason? Yeah, we can. I mean, like I say, for genuinely, I think he is a fantastic monster. He is, he is the, boogie, the, the, the boogeyman for morality. Don't be naughty because Jason will come and chop it off. Um, he true. is also the ultimate mummy's boy. He yep. is. He puts Norman Bates to shame. <laughs> he does as well with his kill yeah. count. He is the biggest kill count we've had oh, on the pod so he far. He is now the reigning champion and it's of only kill taken counts. 21 episodes, 22 episodes. Um, I so... should know this. I put the last one up. Um, I can't remember. We're at 20 something. <laughs> We're, yeah. we're, de we're definitely in a number where someone should have been. I honestly thought Scream, no, no, Scream, Saw could have been a contender. Didn't even come yeah. up close. I can't believe it's taken us this long, but we finally have a new reigning champion. Um, welcome to the stage, Jason Voorhees. 22. There we go. 22 episodes. This is the 22nd episode. And yeah, he I is. honestly thought we'd be seeing Claude Rains, you son of a bitch, <laughs> you've done it again. I cannot believe my good friend sitting behind me is now second. second. Well, 
like I say, it's it's all down to semantics if you want to work it out. But one movie. No, we're keeping 12. no, we're keeping the number. He's he's up there. And I should be happy about this. He's one of my favourites, but it's just because Claude's been there for so long, he became a fixture. <laughs> I mean, there's still plenty of people to knock him off this spot. I mean, we're still talking, we haven't done Michael, we haven't done Freddie. Um there's even possibility someone really random that we haven't covered yet, like I don't even know if we will, but like maybe the blob or urban legend or, you know, taking into consideration some of these other movies that are out there that we could look at. They may well have killed millions of people for all we know, you know, but we're oh not. Oh my at that God, point you yet, cannot so. rank your urban legends up against these guys. would be there a fucking day. <laughs> and in this country. <laughs> it was the first thing that came to mind. Um, I love it. I love it. Well, this has been a new slot for us today. Yes. Just for today. We're we've taken over Friday because it's Friday the 13th. It's Jason's birthday. Yay. And we wanted to celebrate Jason's birthday on his birthday. I will not be in the chat tonight. Um, because I am at this very moment watching Sleepaway Camp at Tyneside Theatre. Felicia Rose. Yes, I'm going for a whole Q&A podcasty extravaganza of Sleepaway Camp. And then tomorrow starts the 24-hour live stream. Hope to fuck I'm not out late. <laughs> my, thoughts you... and, my thoughts and somethings are with you anyway. So <laughs> my, my thoughts and feelings, because there ain't no prayer in here. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. Um, we are usually up on a Monday, and as of as of right now, the schedule for our Spotify and iTunes will be every Tuesday, apart from this one, obviously, because we're going out on the Friday, but every Tuesday we will be on uploaded to Spotify and iTunes. So if you can give us them, what is it? A heart, a heart, a heart, a yeah, heart. Give us a heart or a thumbs up or a five-star review. And it just helps other monsters uh, find us and come and join in with the Monster Squad. Next week, where are we? So we've not done Monday, we're at Friday. <laughs> Next week, we don't know. No, because I think Monday trekking is going out as far as I, I'm aware. We're not 100% sure. We are definitely not out on the Monday. You'll be fully aware of that with the post that I put up beforehand telling you that we were not out on Monday. But the following Monday, so we're going out on Friday and then straight away back on Monday again. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know where we're at. And we won't know until next week. Yes, we're basically waiting for something. But um, when that happens, if that happens, then that will be going out. Yeah, Uh, if that doesn't. Then something else will be going out. Yeah, surprise. That's what we do. We'll all be surprised together. (laughs) Yes. We'll all be, we'll all revel in it at the same time. But if you are lovely enough to like, share and subscribe this video and remember to catch us on Spotify and iTunes. And if you're feeling, if you're feeling kind of frisky and dandy, you can always go and check out our other podcasts. Even if you go and download them and listen to them while you're doing the housework. I hear I have a very entertaining voice to be able to get you through and make you want to finish your fucking housework. (laughs) Clean those sofas. (laughs) Yes. Well, happy Friday the 13th. I was saying that to you, you 
I was saying that to you. Oh, right. Happy Friday, 13th, Sammy. Wow. Wowza. My God. It oh. is quite late. It is quite late. Well, Brain thank you. Minimal. Oh, mine went fucking ages ago when I couldn't get Jason <laughs> and Michael the right way around. So we all saw when that went. But thank you, everyone, for watching. And remember, stay nerdy, everyone. Bye.